What is up, everybody? Welcome back to this anime DJ's bullshit hour, episode 41. Uh, we're coming at you with a pretty, pretty light load today. Um, with everything going on over the last few weeks, you know, I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare. So me and Tyler, we're just gonna talk about some anime we're watching. How does that sound, man? Just just bullshitting, you know, just a normal thing, you know. Uh nothing nothing out of the ordinary, so just some heavy bullshit. But first, <laughs> it sounds like we got some news, man. What you got? Yeah, so uh the hit movie Suzume is finally releasing our Crunchyroll um on Thursday the sixteenth, which is if you're listening to this podcast episode, it means it's already out. So um I think I think I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for this. Um I'm kind of wondering if, you know, we kind of watch this on the show and like do a review on it, honestly, since it's such a good movie. Yeah, I feel like we have to, you know, I mean, it's probably the biggest anime movie release of the year. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like if we don't like we're probably missing out on, you know, what a lot of people look forward to, maybe something like that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it like tomorrow. I've been trying to watch this movie like without like crappy cam quality for <laughs> a long time. And I'm excited to actually have it release in HD and be able to watch it. You know, um, I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to see it in theaters and I saw they were doing a re-release, I think. Last week or this week. So I'm glad it's come to country roll and I don't have to spend $15 to go to the movies. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess uh, I guess maybe look forward to us kind of giving a re- review on it. Maybe uh, early December, something like that might be okay. Maybe. Yeah, sometime in yeah. the relatively near future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess, and we also get uh, we're getting Scott Pilgrim on the seventeenth uh, Netflix, which is tomorrow if you're listening. Um, on Thursday, so uh, that's pretty interesting. I know the trailers has kind of uh, gotten our hopes down a little bit as far as quality, I guess. I think was the general consensus, um, but it's still interesting. I'm still going to probably check it out. So, Yeah, I don't want to say quality because it didn't look bad. It just looked like it didn't look like an anime art style to me. It looked like the shows you see on Cartoon Network nowadays, you know? So like, I don't yeah. even know if we're really going to call it an anime, but I am excited. You know, I love the Scott Pilgrim movie. I did not read the comics or any of that, but um, they brought back like all the voice cast. So I think it's going to be really good regardless. For the English dub. Yeah. 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 This is this is going to be one I watch English for sure. I mean, I <laughs> want Michael. Right? Yeah. You want Michael Sarah and you want like Chris Evans and all these guys in it. So. Okay. Also, it looks like Crunchyroll's manga app manga app is going to be shutting down on December 11th. So if you're using that, time to get on that Shonen Jump or Viz grind if you yeah. want to get your manga needs in. They had a, they had a couple of uh, uh, you know, manga that was, you know, unique to Crunchyroll. So it, it's kind of surprising, but I think the general consensus for this is that a lot of people don't even know that, um, didn't even know that Crunchyroll had a manga app, so I guess I can see the reason why they're shutting it down. So yeah, I did not know they had one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
Yeah, if you if you pay for premium, like you you get the uh, you get Crunchyroll manga like on the website and stuff, and like they even had an app, even though the app was shitty. But um, still, um, I'm assuming not only are they shutting down the app, I'm assuming they're shutting down the manga port. You know, the whole manga thing. So I assume so. Uh, huh. Well, shame, shame. I didn't know I had that until it's going away. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got till December 11th, bro, to catch up on any uh, Crunchyroll unique uh, manga. So, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of like uh, different anime adaptations, we got um, Terminator coming out. Apparently, a Terminator Terminator anime adaptation by Production IG, which is a solid company, and it's going to release on Netflix. So I guess Netflix is stepping their game up a little bit on all these uh, adaptations. So, question for you. Not yeah. a mecha anime, but still robots. Are you going to check it out? It depends. Like, um, So the trailer kind of scared me. Did you Did you happen to see it? No, I, I, don't think, I, I don't think I've seen it yet. Okay, so with a trailer that I've seen that came with this announcement, uh, it didn't even have any like footage in it. It was just words. It was I'm like, sure it's really early production then. Yeah, so um, that kind of scares me because, like, what are what are we gonna get? Are we gonna get heavy CGI? Like, um, it worries me. But it's production IG, so like that kind of helps me out a little bit. Uh, but. I mean, Terminator's, you know, Terminator, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like... Timeless. Like, imagine if they had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, you know? Yes. That's, like, like, if if they have Schwarzenegger do the voice acting for the (laughs) dub, I will 1,000% watch this, because that would just be, like, nostalgic as fuck, you know? I feel like, you know, they they would be doing a dishonor to Terminator if they did not have him in the dubbed, right? Yeah, or even if it's subbed, is somebody doing a really bad German-Japanese accent <laughs> would just be hilarious. And, like, it come with me if you want to live. Like, that's gotta be Schwarzenegger, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like, it's, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, like Dan said, it's probably like very early on. This is the first time I've heard about it. The trailer was very lackluster and as far as like showing us what is actually going on. It's just it was just words. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see uh the news that comes out surrounding this, like in the future, I guess. Uh but speaking of like um anime adaptations as well, apparently we're gonna get a John Wick anime adaptation. Uh and I, I, I feel like it's this is in the very, very early stages, I think. Um, and uh, as well. And I think I kind of feel the same way about this. I think Kanye Keanu, Keanu Reeves um, has to be in it, right? Like, yeah. So, so he's, he's actually a huge fan of anime. Like, he was heavily involved in the Cowboy Bebop live action. That's one of his favorite shows. So, I definitely feel like he'd want to do the voice acting. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see see if these actually, like, stick through. Because um, I didn't even get, like, a, a studio or anything for the John Wick thing. So, 
who knows if it even like falls through or whatever it follows through. Um, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm pretty excited though. Terminator and John Wick, like those are two pretty big deals, like in like our normal uh, movie TV world. So, uh, for them to come over, kind of like Scott Pilgrim and all this stuff is coming over. Like it's it's really cool to see. Um, seeing that side of uh, our lives come over into our favorite pastime. So, yeah, it just shows how much anime is growing as a medium. And it makes me excited, but also kind of like, I don't want to say worried, but like, I just don't want a bunch of like American based movies to be made into anime, you know, like certain ones. Sure. But like, don't, don't do it too much, you know, like let the medium be what it is. And it's recreations of manga, you know? So basically (laughs) don't turn into Isekai. (laughs) I guess. I mean, we do have that. We have the Suicide Squad Isekai coming too. Like, yeah, okay. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, we don't have to make everything an anime and we don't have to make every anime a live action. You know, like, it goes both ways, I guess. Okay. So, quality over quantity. I think that's usually a very good thing to stand by. So, yeah. I mean, speaking of Isekais, there's like one good Isekai for every 30 dropped. So, probably not even that honestly it's probably like <laughs> one to 50 honestly so uh oof like uh, think about it like this year like how many isekais do you think has been dropped this year and how many um how many was actually enjoyable slash good you know uh good enough yeah the ones i watched weren't that good so yeah. there wasn't a lot of them though there's literally like probably hundreds of isekais that dropped this year. And I can probably count on one hand the ones that I would recommend to other people to watch. And I didn't watch everything because most of them just look trash. <laughs> so, and I, I, and they probably are trash. So cause that's just the way it is now. Well, speaking of shows, we don't think are trash. Do you want to get into some fall impressions? Yeah, let's do this. So, you know, we're almost halfway through the fall season now. Um, so we figured we'd go ahead and talk about some of the shows from the fall that we've been enjoying so far. You can call these shows DGEN approved. Um, do you want me to go first, Dan? Or do you yeah, go me? for it, man. So I'll start with my one of my top three uh, outside of the rundown, of course. We're not going to talk about the rundown because we talk about the rundown Every week on the weekly rundown. So, uh, can you say um, rundown one more time? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give y'all a rundown, rundown. on my top three shows. <laughs> outside of the rundown, though. Yeah, outside of the rundown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where's Bass at when we need him, bro? <laughs> uh, the only show Bass has watched outside of the rundown this season is uh, about 20 episodes of Attack on Titan this weekend because we were trying to make our buddy watch it. <laughs> really okay oh, trying yeah. to put him onto some uh disappointment i guess <laughs> nah <laughs> first season was gas dude yeah i really enjoyed it all honestly for the most part for what it was you know what i mean except for the time the waiting the waiting period you know which is horrible but it shouldn't have took 10 years bro for no four seasons so definitely 
Um, as far as pacing from One Piece, <laughs> late One Piece. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll get right into it. Uh, top three, uh, in no order. I'm not gonna put any orders on this. Um, but my first one's gonna be Yazuki Family's Four Sons, and this is uh made from uh product uh produced by Shuka. Um, I haven't ever heard of them. Uh, but it's a studio apparently. Maybe it's one of their first ones. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is a dramedy, uh, a dramedy, a drama slash comedy slice of life. It is 12 episodes. And basically it follows the life of four brothers. Otis, that's a young teacher and also acts as like a father figure to the other three brothers. Uh, two middle-aged teen slash preteen uh uh boys and one younger brother uh we're talking like maybe five to seven or something like that um i really like it because it's a fun slice of life it somehow manages like to make me laugh and cry in the same episode honestly um they do a really good job of showcasing each of the brothers weekly and what they're going on what what's going on in their life what they're going through and I feel like some of the situations that are happening are kind of relatable um, for me as a viewer. Um, and the dialogue really do be spitting facts um, most of the time. Uh, uh, there's the only thing I really don't like about it is that it's only going to be 12 episodes and then I'm going to have to wait for more. I guess it's one of those things I might have to pick up the manga for because I'm just really enjoying this so much uh out of the fall season so nice but i guess that's it for my first one it's Gen approved yuzuki yuzuki's family or brothers uh, you might like it dan honestly it, even though it's slice of life so it's really fun so okay might have to check it out if you know it's got the tyler seal of approval and it doesn't revolve around high school girls you know it might be good yeah i mean it's got some like themes of romance in it but it's it's more about like just four brothers trying to make it after their parents died kind of thing you know so it's really relatable i think for a lot of people this is me for sure so awesome well so my first one i'm gonna get into and i really only have uh two shows <laughs> that I've been consistently watching outside of the rundown. And I have a third that it's just, it's on my list. I watched the first half of the season, but I haven't got there yet to watching it. Cause I kind of forgot it was coming out. And then I was like, Oh shit, there's like six episodes of this out. <laughs> and I meant to watch them on the plane, uh, plane ride on Tuesday. And I took a nap instead. Much needed nap. Hey, naps over anime anytime. I would think, <laughs> you know, but to start, so I've talked about this show a lot on the podcast, um, and that is MF Ghost. So if you guys haven't heard me talk about this, it's a continuation of Initial D, and it's all about race cars going fast. And like my boy Ricky Bobby said, <laughs> gotta go fast. <laughs> if you're not first, you're, you're last. last. <laughs> so uh, currently it has a 7.68 on Mall. It's done by Studio Felix Film, and it's slated for 12 episodes. Um, I thought the plot, it's its okay. It's like nothing crazy 
so far, but like the last four episodes have just been racing. So I've been a big fan of this. It's just like drifting tactics, how to approach a race, like all this stuff that as like a car nerd, I'm a big fan of that. And it definitely has that initial D feel because we're watching four episode, five episodes of just cars going vroom. So I'm a big fan of that. I know you was pretty hopped about it when we did our uh, fall look ahead or whatever. Um, I think, I don't know if you was more excited for the races or the the beats, honestly. Um, probably the beats, honestly. The beats uh, haven't been hitting as hard, but they're there. And we'll get random like bursts of Eurobeat, and I'm all in on that. But um, one thing I will say is that the main character, Kanata, he's kind of boring. And like he he's just really level headed, cool, calm and collected, which fits his character really well. But like, you know, I've just gotten so used to like. A little bit of that shonen shonen pizzazz, you know, like a little bit of funniness. So we haven't really seen that too much. Um, also, the angels who are the girls who wear very skimpy clothing. Charlie's angels. <laughs> <laughs> no, the MFG angels. Oh, OK. So basically, these are just women wearing really, really small underwear, and they're like cheerleaders for the races. And I guess the fans of the races really like these girls. I would say so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a little romance. There's a little drama in that sense, Tyler. So you might like that. Uh, one of the angels has a thing for a boy, Kanata, there. And one of his rivals in the racing is obsessed with this chick. So we got a little triangle going on, you know, your favorite kind of thing. Hmm, okay. I see that. So, you know, since we're talking about, you know, racing and stuff like that, you said the MC was a little boring or whatever. Um, and, it, you know, one thing that popped in my head at the time was going back off of what we talked about in the intro. Um, what if, we made a Fast and Furious anime with Vin Diesel. When you're here, your family, family, family. I um. <laughs> what, would, what would we think about that? <laughs> so <laughs> I the, think you I, know I, the the was it rap the uh, the Luda? rap beats and shit going on? You know, I think that could be really interesting. I mean, we are getting really heavy on our bullshit with this topic, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, this is what I thought of, you know, like I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious, like how that would, how well that would be perceived. So, so I think if they kind of got more back to the roots of the fast and furious franchise, when it was about racing and not saving the world. Okay. It could be kind of cool. Like if they did like Tokyo drift, and that could be kind of cool, like an American. I mean, that's basically the plot of Initial D, but, uh, you know, Foreigner comes and dominates racing and we get like crazy drifting down sides of mountains. So, like, <laughs> I'd be in on that. I mean, my favorite part of the show has been the racing. Like, it's been really cool to see how they talk about. Uh, so all the cars in this, for the most part, they're extremely high power, high horsepower European cars, you know, from Porsche, Lamborghini, Ferrari. Uh, one of the only there's only two Japanese cars in. In the top 15, and that's Kanata and his GT86. And then one of the other drivers has a Nismo GTR. So like it's showing that the Europeans make better cars when it comes to going 
fucking fast, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the way they talk about it, you know, like there was a there's a scene with two Porsches going at it, and it's like I should have the upper end here because I have a V8 with more horsepower, but he's a better driver, so we're neck and neck, you know. So it's really cool to see that kind of stuff. And it's just really cool to see Kanata, who is driving a literal like toy car compared to these, like with the Toyota GT86. Uh, in America, you can get the Subaru BRZ, or if you've ever seen a Scion FRS, it's the same car. It's a little four banger, no turbo, no supercharger, 200 horsepower, and it's up there competing with cars that have five, six, 700 horsepower. Can he just drive very good? Like yeah. really good or something? Yeah, so he 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 like falls behind in the straights, but then he dominates oh, people in the corners. Yeah, because he's so good at drifting because he was taught by, I think it's Takafumi from Initial D. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but like he was taught to drift by the very best, and he's coming in and doing this and like just entirely showing up these like high end like race cars. So it's really cool to see that, you know. And um, the racing has just been really fun. So I've enjoyed it a lot. Can I, he not like afford a a better car? Like, is that like his just choice of car that he prefers to drive? Uh, so when he came over, he was given a car by like a family friend, basically. And it was a car that he used to race, but it's a stock GTR. You know, so it he's I think he's going to get some upgrades because he's getting some sponsors and stuff on his side, it looks like. So hopefully they put a turbo on this bad boy because I want to hear some whistles. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear that blow off valve, baby. I got you. Okay. But yeah, like I've really enjoyed it, man. If you enjoy if you enjoy cars in general, like you'll enjoy this show and it's a little easier on the eyes than initial D. So if you enjoyed this and you watch it, definitely go back and watch an initial D after because initial D is just peak car anime, you know? Okay. I haven't seen either, so um, but I've always been kind of interested in uh, trying it out. You know, uh, it's it holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. Uh, Toyota GT GT eighty Cisco Burr around the corners. <laughs> I guess I'll get into my second show, and that is uh, Apothecary Diaries. Um. This is the one that kind of started a little bit late, I think, uh, two or three weeks into the fall season, but it dropped like three or four episodes all at once, I think, to make up for it. Um, it's made by Studio OLM and Toho Animations. Um, it is a mystery drama, and it's going to have 24 episodes. And basically, this this uh, show is about a girl named Mau Mau who is raised up as uh, an apothecary by her father, and she gets kidnapped and sold off as a servant to the emperor's palace. And there she tries to like, just uh, tries her best to stay under the radar type of deal. But um, she, her character is so curious and um, stuff like that, that she finds it hard to do that because she gets herself into situations that, um, you know, cause her to elevate herself, I guess you can say. And, um, yeah, so apparently she's only has to stay as a servant for so many years. It's, it's weird. Like 
she got kidnapped, made a slave, basically, um, sold off to be a servant or whatever. So it's the whole inter- interesting thing. Um, I like this show because it's it's very pretty. It's very beautifully animated. Mau Mau's personality and just her dialogue in general is so fun um, to watch and uh, listen to. Um, it feels a little bit slice of life at times, uh, but I was curious about what it was going to be overall. Um, and it's interesting and it's like an interesting and unique look inside of like the royal lifestyle as a servant that is working their way up the ranks, um, on accident, I guess you could say. Um, and also, there's a character, uh, Jinshi, who is like a, um, what's it called? A eunuch. Um, and their dynamic between him and Mau Mau is just really fun. He's like a high-ranking eunuch. And um, he's kind of used as like a bait. Um, a bait. I'm, I'm sorry, you just said high-ranking eunuch, and I'm like laughing at that statement just because he's a high-ranking guy who can't get a boner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like out of all the eunuchs there, he's one of the higher-ranked ones. But it's interesting what they do. Like, so you get to really see like the inside of like the, I guess the emperor's like lifestyle i guess you can say with all the concubines and stuff like that and um they basically use jinshi to like he's very pretty he's a very pretty uh guy and they use him as bait to see if any of the concubines and stuff you know make moves on him sort of it's it's interesting uh Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, dynamic, and and especially between Mau Mau and him, like uh, everyone else, kind of like uh, fawns over him, you know, pretty much. And Mau Mau just like uh, is a complete opposite. She's just disgusted by him halfway. Um, so it's fun. Uh, the show is, I think, almost anyone could watch this and enjoy it. Just uh, it doesn't have action, honest, obviously. But as far as, like, the daily, like, mystery, the mystery that goes along with it and the drama, plus the comedy scenes, like, it's really fun. I'd recommend this to almost anyone. It's one of my top shows of the fall, honestly. Um, Like, I would put it up there with Freeran, honestly, so. Wow, that's some high praise. Yeah. (laughs) For a show about castrated dudes. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's not about castrate. It's just him. He he stands out. Uh, he's like one of the main side characters, I guess you can say, because Ma- Mau Mau is like the main chick. So, um, but it's interesting if if you like the sciency, um, apothecary type shit, but uh, going along with like the emperor, like r- royal, um. Uh, kind of theme i guess you can say and learning the ins and outs of what goes on in that kind of situation it's really interesting so huh but I, honestly i would check it out if i was you dan so yeah <laughs> i mean good, so 
I love I love science, so that part would be very interesting, you know. And I kind of like that's like one of the things like about Full Metal Alchemist is like actually going into the alchemy. So if they do that with the chemistry of apothecary, that'd be really interesting to see. So like one of the interesting things about this is that she's used her body to to test out poisons and stuff um so much that she's made herself immune to poisons kind of in some way like she's she she basically gets a job as like a poison sensor i guess you can basically say um so like she's just uh, it's just a, she's just a weird personality and a weird character her mind is just way out there in its own little world most of the time and it all it revolves around apothecary poisons and shit like that so it's really fun nice and unique so awesome cool well the next show i got is one that me and tyler are actually watching so we can have a nice discussion about it and that is shangri-la frontier you guys remember this was in our weekly rundown battle royale or whatever we called it yes, so sir. this was the third show we watched and we decided to go with undead unlock and free run one because free run is goaded <laughs> and undead unlock seemed like it was going to give us a little more to talk about but i've been pleasantly surprised with Shang- shangri-la frontier so it has an 8.01 on mal so right around eight and it's done by Studio C2C. And I guess it's going to be 24 episodes. So that's exciting. So it's going to run uh, two seasons. Unless they do like a weird mid-season break kind of thing. But uh, this, yeah. is your, this is your classic video game anime. Um, dude's playing an MMORGP. RPG. Not RGP. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> Role game playing. And um, it's it's been really fun so far. Like... The characters they've introduced have been really fun. Sun Rocky is a great main character, in my opinion. Um, he's like kind of one dimensional, but it plays really well, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that we talked about in the weekly rundown battle royale, it was the fact that we didn't know if this was going to hold our interest for a long period of time. And honestly, like so far through six to eight episodes, I'm not sure how many there is right now. Um, it's done a good job at that. I haven't gotten tired of it yet. I've really enjoyed it. The animation and the you know the soundtrack and stuff really keeps you you know uh, up there. But I still haven't figured out what is gonna keep me in this for 24 episodes though. Have you? Um, I think they did a good job in the last couple episodes kind of introducing some characters who are going to be, you know, more of an antagonist than just like area bosses and stuff like that. Because we were concerned. We were like, oh, if he's just going to be fighting bosses, like it'll be cool to watch. But like, we don't really want to talk about that. But like with the introduction to characters that he knows from existing games and who are bad guys like that's kind of sweet like arthur pencil i think his name was like or her name i don't yeah, know pencil. why it's a little pencil gone yeah i don't know why the pencil knight is a lady named arthur but we'll let that slide and i think she's gonna add a good antagonist with the um the player killing guild and i also thought it was interesting that um sun raku has like 
a special quest that nobody's ever seen before. So he is like heavy under the radar because some two ditzy new players took a picture of him and put on the forums because <laughs> they wanted his cute little rabbit friend. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it's been keeping me really, uh, really interested so far um, with all these aspects, especially with him. Like, um, we don't really want to get into it. Uh, spoilers or whatever very much, but Dan will know what I'm talking about. Like the, the big people, you know, the big bosses or whatever. Um, with all that dynamic, that, that got me interested a lot too. Um, uh, but, uh, I just, we're, we're, we're six to eight episodes in and I, if, if this is all we got though, like I would be kind of worried about 20, like 18 to 20 episodes in, like, what are we going to be doing then? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, there's definitely a few plot points that were, are going to be fun to build on. I mean, you have the seven Colossus. Is that what they call them? Like the, the yeah, really like big, the really big baddies. And was it unique, unique uh, spawn monsters? monsters. Or something? Yeah, something like that. But these things are like incredibly difficult and uh, light spoiler. Sonraku's met one of them and it's had a very big effect on his game playthrough so i think it's that's a fun like addition they made there but i still think that the introduction to human players from other video games is going to be really interesting because uh -huh. it's not just npcs or game elements at that point like this is tension with real people who want to play the game in a very different way than it's supposed to be played you know yeah <laughs> this is these are people that used to be used to playing trash games apparently um, which make them uh, very high caliber, uh, or so we see, anyways. So, yeah, Sonraku um, is a badass. Yeah, like and, he has an avatar he can actually control and move fluently, and his fighting caliber is just so much higher than his level is. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely interesting. I, I honestly, in my opinion, I would recommend this to people. Um. I actually watch this weekly and I, like I said, I'm still enjoying it. I really hope I don't waste uh, 24 episodes of my life watching this just to be disappointed at the end of season one. But um, that's just the way things go sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd be disappointed. I mean, it's been good enough now that even if it kind of just rides this level of caliber and doesn't pick it up, I'd still think it's an okay show. Like, well, that's I what mean, we thought about my home hero though. Well, that was I said rides this caliber. I didn't say tanks. And absolutely just sucks. It could go downhill so bad from here, though. Like we're only a third of the way through. You know what I mean? But dude, we have Vice Ash or Viceish or whatever his name is. Like that dope ass Yakuza bunny. Oh he's, yeah, yeah. He's the best character. Like his character design goes so fucking hard. I hate that I hate that they introduced him and then just like was like okay, uh, we're, we're never gonna see him again, uh, for now, anyways. Even though you're on this special mission thing, but we're gonna forget about that for now. <laughs> oh, so you haven't watched the latest episode yet? He back, baby. Oh, okay, good. I love that. I love that because I I really enjoyed him too. So definitely yeah so it's it's a fun show it's nothing to write home about but it's been enjoyable and the opener 
we mentioned this before oh, yeah. the opening song is gas like it makes you want to run through a brick wall <laughs> like you should be listening to this shit before gym honestly before you go work out or run or do whatever bro yeah you Wake got up in the morning you got this song you got rumbling like you put those on you're ready to go lift heavy things up and down <laughs> Good. yeah you you'll be like zorro then so just going drunk? crazy no lifting <laughs> lifting bro lifting wall drunk uh i mean some people do it you know it's, i mean it's zorro in a nutshell right yeah uh i mean that's a very i mean i think that's a very good choice of a song that you could probably drink through too because you would probably fall down honestly though <laughs> <laughs> banging your head too much oh uh, uh, what you got what? next dude but I guess I'll get into my number three of my top three outside of the rundown. We're going to give a little rundown on this one, too. A uh, hundred girlfriends that who really, 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 really love. Really, really, <laughs> no, no. really, Only five really, times, bro. really, five times. really, really, love you. really, 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 and this is made by Bibbury Bibbury Animation, I believe it is. And this is a etchy rom com. Um, basically, it's about Rintero uh praying at a shrine for better luck at getting a girlfriend in high school. Um, but instead he gets cursed, kinda, with meeting a hundred soulmates. And the catch is, if he refuses to go out with any of them, they will die. Um, which is a very interesting thing. So, um, what do I really like about this? It's really funny, honestly. It it, it makes me laugh each episode. Uh, he has four girlfriends right now, uh, through six to seven episodes, and they're really doing a great job with like screen time and meshing them together, and like naturally, I guess, and kind of making it work you know, making it feel like it's working. And they've actually had some like really good discussions, honestly, in the episodes when it comes to being okay with all these girls, you know, being girlfriends together. You know what I mean? Uh, it gets into some interesting conversations. Uh, it basically knows what it is and it embraces it. So if you, if you're into like, you know, the, harem the rom-com harems like the funny shit uh that that'll have you laughing this is it this uh like i said it knows what it is it it knows what it's not it it embraces it um i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly this does some fourth wall type shit uh sometimes too so that's interesting uh um the one of the you know obviously the things that I dislike about it, um, as I said, it's an etchy, uh, but I feel like this show could really do a good job uh, without the excessive fan service um, because not only is it like fan service, like it's really out there. Like um, you know, you got people falling into each other's like private sections and. Nice, uh, you know all that stuff, and this is high school we're talking about, you know. So it's it's a little bit excessive. I think it would be mature edgy at this point, and I think it could do away. I think it could honestly survive without that. 
um, because it does the comedy so well. And I think that those moments kind of ruin it in some situations, especially since this is a high school setting. Um, but I know, I know, you know, all the edgy fans out there, they, they really enjoy that type of stuff. So it makes it even better for them. So it is what it is, but I've been really enjoying this. I've been laughing every week, like a lot. So it's better than rent a girlfriend, honestly, as far as comedy goes. That show wasn't funny, so that's not hard to do. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> and honestly, you would probably hate this show, so I wouldn't recommend you watching it, Dan. Yeah, so. no, this is definitely not up my alley. <laughs> but overall, I would recommend you watching this if if you can stand etchy and if you like rom-coms and you like to laugh, so... Awesome. That's, that's my little spiel about it. So my next show is um, funny enough. I haven't started this current tower, I guess. So it's Dr. Stone. I really enjoyed the first part of season three. And I just kind of forgot it was dropping in October. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, why does Dr. Stone keep showing up on my feed? on Crunchyroll and I clicked on I'm like oh shit there's like six episodes I gotta catch up on this before we record this and then I took a nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I'm excited to see where it goes um the end of the first core was very it was a good like less some tension so I'm excited to see where it goes and if you guys are watching Dr. Stone you know this show is pretty good so definitely if you haven't checked it out at all yet definitely recommend you check it out at least a little bit okay um, is that all you got for Dr. Stone? Yeah. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on in it right now. <laughs> I have not either, because I haven't watched any more Dr. Stone since uh Bass had us watch it, so unfortunately. Um, so yeah. I I guess it's good though. Um got a lot of hype. But yeah, definitely, man. I guess uh I guess do you have do you have any more, Dan? You got one more? I got, I got one more. Okay. So I'll do I'll do one more that I really like as well. Uh we might do another one. I don't know. But it's called our dating story. And I, I know these are like shows that Dan really, really enjoys. Uh most <laughs> a lot of the shows I've talked about tonight. Dan really just he just really enjoys them. I love uh, them. <laughs> tearing them to shreds. Clip it now. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's their dating story. Um, it's made by uh, I guess Studio in Ingi, maybe I'm not sure. I've never heard of these people before. Um, but it is a rom romantic drama. It's got 12 episodes. It's the classic situation. Uh, the high school nobody, the least popular guy, he gets with the most popular chick. You know, type of romance. Um, if you know me, uh, if you listen to the tropes episode. You know, this is one of the tropes I really enjoy. You know, the nobody getting with the the popular uh, person. I really enjoy that. Uh, it's just a it's just a classic rom com with the drama added into it, and they actually, you know, add in, you know, drama tension. I guess with other women pretty early on, uh, they don't wait till later to do it. So, um, and they don't do it for no reason, like it's like it's 
I guess, led into that. So that's one thing I enjoy that this one did because, you know, I hate where they just interject uh, uh, tension like that into it out of nowhere randomly. Um, so I'm glad that they didn't do that. Uh, I don't really have any issues with the show um, at all. It's it's not like the best romance out there. It's decent. It's one of the better ones of fall because this is kind of a lackluster fall season for romance and stuff. But um, uh, it's just your average rom, and it's pretty good. Uh, uh, one thing I didn't really care for it wasn't the show. It was just like the social media uh um reaction to things that happened in the show. Um, like it, it was. It was pretty bad there uh, in the early get goings. Like they, I don't know. It, it's weird. If if you watch the show and you was on social media, you know what I'm talking about. Probably it was just all weird. Like um, that's the only thing I really didn't care about. But it's social media. We can't control that. So <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't, man. <laughs> you just gotta like it's you just gotta look at it and be like oh i mean it, it's like the my hero academia you know fan base and stuff like that like the the wild ones like it's just, just out there you know i'm just like why are you even talking right now you know like you sound Dude. ignorant so and cringy yeah <laughs> cringy. very cringy <laughs> but yeah it's it's uh i like it though if you like romantic dramas you know i don't really think this is supposed to be funny um but i guess it's got some funny scenes in it i would definitely check it out it's worth it so but i guess that's it for me uh for that show if dan wants if dan has something yeah not a false show but just a little gintama update because i've been grinding this show for a while now uh, it's been a little bit on the back burner as of late. I've just been very, very busy with life and work and everything else. I haven't got a chance to watch a lot of it lately, but uh, currently up to episode 219. And I just finished the Kabu Kicho for Divas arc, which was really good. Um, had a lot of decent fights and uh, a lot of tension from the past. So if you guys know, you know, it was cool to see more of Otose's backstory. So that's where we are in Gintama. Okay. How many episodes deep is that, you think, roughly? Uh, I'm, like, entering the final third, I'd want to say. It's, like, 360 than a movie, I think, is the total. It seems like it's more. Like, out of all the, like, uh, all mouth, you know, all the um, seasons and shit that uh, I see all the time, you know, I, I would feel like it's way more than 300 uh, episodes so yeah. so it's like split up into gintama and then like gintama dot or something like that and it's like the second season where i'm finally watching things in widescreen <laughs> you made it to the okay. promised land is it is it like that much better uh the animation's pretty much the same quality it's a little bit better but uh it is nice not watching things in a, in a square okay do they do they make jokes about being in that format now? Yeah, they definitely did the start. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like I obviously I've only seen like a handful of episodes of Gintama. I'd like to watch more, but you know, the fall season is actually keeping me busy, bro. I'm watching like ten to 
13 shows, including the rundown. So, plus we're doing our podcast thing, putting out content like crazy. And with I think I think we're fixing to go even harder, uh, just a little bit. So, um, and around the holidays at that, all for y'all. So, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see it. Blessings on blessings on <laughs> blessings. Didn't Drake say that, bro? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> but uh, I guess to finish this off, I'm not going to really get into these two uh, these two other shows that um, uh, I uh, really enjoy. And then I guess we got a few that we don't really approve of. Um, but the two shows that I really enjoy um, is Shy, which is a superhero drama. Um, uh you know, this is more like a slice of life type of superhero drama, I guess you can say. Yeah, I think Bass and Bass was kind of wanting a spinoff or something. I think in a uh, previous episode of like a slice of life, My Hero Academia. Was that correct? Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of about as close as you'll probably get, I think. Um it's got the action plus the slice of life, except this is more slice of lifey, I think. And it like really focuses on what it is to be a hero kind of thing, like the behind the scenes of a hero. And it's not like a world with a bunch of heroes. It's like one hero per country type of deal. So it's huh. really interesting. And uh, the, the main character name is Shy. She's a, it's, it's actually a shy girl, um, shy teenager in high school. And, you know, it's, we just, uh, learned to, we're just watching her learn to be more confident in herself, I guess, as she's becoming a superhero, uh, a better superhero. So, um, really enjoy it. Uh, I think it'll be too slow for some people though. Like I said, it's really slice of life type feel, uh, so if you don't like that kind of thing, definitely don't watch it. But if you do, I think this is a good show. Um, and my last one, my new boss is Goofy. Uh, it's by A1 Pictures, and it is a comedy. It's like a workplace comedy type thing. It's uh, got twelve episodes coming out. Basically, the main character is like um, left his job because his boss was a dick, basically power tripping dick, and he's got that. Um, uh, you know, he goes to a new job and he kind of has that hanging over him still. Like, what if my new boss is, you know, you know, he's got that shock factor in him still, I guess you can say, if that makes sense. And, um, his new boss is quite the opposite. In fact, his new boss is goofy. Um, and he's pretty kind as well. And this is like a really fun show. Like, uh, like in the first episode, I think it is, um, uh, our main character is having like, uh, stomach cramps because he has so much anxious anxiety because he thinks that his new boss is going to like, um, be mad at him or whatever about a situation that happened because it's old, kind of like in Zom 100, you know, that kind of situation. Um, and while he's having a stomach cramp or whatever, he goes and gets, uh, his boss goes to a gas station real quick and gets like, a um, medicine that girls take for their periods and brings it back for him, 
you know, some, you know, because he <laughs> doesn't know any better, you know. Yeah. He just doesn't know any better and he's like, "Here, this is what um this is what um you know, I've seen people take for this kind of situation before, so here you go." You know, and it's pretty funny, you know. I I find myself chuckling a lot. Um it's just situations like this over and over in a workplace environment. I I feel like it could probably get um, repetitive, maybe, if you don't like this type of stuff. But I honestly think that I would love it, and I think that it may happen. Uh, I think that there might be a little romance uh, be added to it in the future, a little bit of BL, um, which would be really interesting between them two. Like, the, um, I guess, develop it, the his character like heal him kind of you know in a way that would you know be really interesting to see so nice some romance is brewing yeah so um but that's the i don't even know how many shows i just talked about but that's 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 what (laughs) i approve of so that's what i approve of this fall the rundown shows as well i think dan's got one that he does not approve of and i think i got one too yeah, I wouldn't really say that I don't approve of it. No. Um, it just didn't catch my my fancy, I guess. I don't know. It didn't like it didn't set a hook for me. And uh, it's one of the shows I started watching this season that I just kind of like just stopped watching. And that's uh, Ron Kamonohashi's Forbidden Deductions, and this is kind of like a criminal slice of life. It's about like a detective who is bad at his job and he gets linked up with like a super detective who's not allowed to be a detective because he has this like paranormal ability that when he solves a crime, he tells the guilty person to basically kill (laughs) themselves. And uh, up until now they've all died. So he got his like detective license from this crazy ass school he went to revoked. And uh, but in these the first two episodes, uh, the goobery main character is able to stop these people from committing suicide. So it was cool. Um, But like I said, it just kind of didn't set the hook for me. So I might try and watch it a little more once a few episodes are. Well, actually, there's probably like six episodes out. So when I get some time, I might try and watch (laughs) it a little more. But um, if you're into that, it was it was fun. It just it didn't make me want to keep watching, I guess. Okay. Um, I can see that. Uh, the one that I uh would stay away from, or that I did stay away from this season, uh, I think I might have watched an episode of it, and just to see if uh if it was what I thought it was. And it's called A Girl and Her Guard Dog, and this is like a romance uh type of deal um as well. And the main like the guy in it is 26 years old and the girl uh the girl is like i think around 15 so um and like i said this is a romantic uh anime and i think it kind of shows off grooming in ways Plus, uh... you know uh so i even though I really, really enjoy romance uh, anime, I think this is one that I would, I, I'm personally staying away from. Uh, 
just because that's that's a really big age gap and um that's creepy yeah it, it is kind of it's creepy and cringy i guess you could say so speaking of uh, drake <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know uh yeah. um but yeah if y'all see this like i mean i guess you can watch it if you want to people watched uh my life is anuka sans dog so i mean like it's out. I mean, people people enjoy it, I guess. But I just I don't think I can get behind some of the themes that it's got going on. So, uh, honestly, um, but I think that's about the only one that I really tried, I guess, or just just looked into it a little bit, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. So, um. I think that was all that Dan had, but if y'all have any shows like that y'all have watched from the fall that we haven't mentioned that y'all think are really good, um, that we should check out, you know, that's not like, that's kind of underrated, you know, that people ain't really talking about. Let us know. Let us know in the discord, socials, all that good stuff. Y'all know the drill linktree.com slash anime degens. As always, though. So. Awesome. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed our quick little look at some of our fall shows we're watching and giving you some half se- halfway through the season impressions. Uh, next week, we will have our Thanksgiving special. And we're getting a little etchy with it. We're getting a little, <laughs> little, 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 uh, little horned up. So we're going to be taking our first look at Food Wars. And we'll also be having a special guest and getting into some other shenanigans. Make sure to tell your friends and your family if they like anime. Give us a listen and catch you guys next week. Peace.